Welcome back to the Cheeky Crypto Podcast with your hosts, Mike, JB, and Chris. Many thanks for listening in, liking, and subscribing. If you haven't done so, do us a favor and smash that like and subscribe button and turn on all notifications. We really do appreciate it. If you haven't joined the Discord or Patreon, links in the description down below. A fantastic community. Talking crypto 24-7, I guarantee you won't be disappointed. And most importantly, it's absolutely free to join. Now let's get into some crypto talk. Gentlemen, what's happening? Look, before we actually get into this, I just want to clear up that this isn't a really old podcast. Uh, <laughs> this is a brand new one, and he's back, ladies and gentlemen. Da, da, da. There, there we go. Um, you may have forgot what he looked like. It is none other than the gnome. Check it. <laughs> I love it. I do. We're I saw him. I was like, all, I have to remind everyone. <laughs> <laughs> now, wh now, why again did I get that? I, I still am trying to figure out why. I was called, was it JB? The, I think, Chris, you called me Gnome first, but I'm still trying to figure out why the hell I was called the Gnome. Well, you, you obviously, you've got like a lot of gray hair, right? Like, and you were very red and you just, your cheeks were red at the time. This is so, all I got to say about that right that here. Is, See this guy? That is it. That's him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too funny. I guess I do have some rosy cheeks sometimes. I think they, I think I uh, went to the doctor last week. I think they said I'm borderline high cholesterol. So maybe it could be all the fast food that I eat. Uh, I really eat like a, a complete idiot. And uh, yeah. But yeah, so I'm back. Look, look, let's do a real quick girlfriend broke her foot, right? Had to be mom and dad for two months because she couldn't move. Had to drive, drop off, run a business. She's running her business. Life's been a little crazy, right? And it literally happened like first of the year and then like January 3rd. And it's like, bang, welcome to the new year. So anyways, back. I'm back. JB, how the hell are you? Yeah, we're all good. All good. Same intro as always. I will stick to this. We're all good. Been quite good. Um, you know, <laughs> relatively quiet week um, in crypto, I would say. You know, we've had a lot of sideways movement until, you know, we had a little pullback today. That was quite fun watching the, the, the liquidity grab. But yeah, all in all, it's good, buddy. It's good to have I'm, you back on. I mean, look, since I've been gone, you've gone full into crypto. You're a beast now with TA. I don't even text Festoon anymore. I just bug the shit out of JB now. <laughs> Nick, if, if JB doesn't answer me and I really need to go to the big dog, I try to just message Nick. But sometimes that takes five to seven days to play out, you know, if Nick gets back to you. So it's kind of like, but JB, see JB, will just JB. Oh, look, full disclosure. Please don't everyone message JB for, for TA right now. They already do it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Chris was supposed to be learning TA also. Chris, is that correct? Look, I, I'll get there in my uh, slow-paced way. Um, <laughs> but look, um, yeah, it's busy my end. Like, it's hard to get the time to do it. I'm not going to lie. Just for clarity on that, though, like, um, the realization as to how busy this is as, a, as an operation on a day-to-day -day basis, it's... It's very eye-opening. Like obviously, I thought it was. I knew it was going to be busy. You know, day on day, every day here. I know I always had a lot of work to do. But speaking with Chris every day, speaking with Nick and Festoon every day, with AK, understanding the things that Keith does. You know, so much goes on here on a daily basis. Every hour of the day, there's always something to do. Um, was it Monday? I took a couple of hours out because I had something I had to take care of, and I came back and the the messages, the the tea that that kind of stacked up. And that was a quiet day. 
you know, I think if folk actually have an insight as to know what's going on just for this side here, for what I do, then add on top everything that Chris is doing, everything that Nick's doing, the AK, end times, you know, everybody here, it's, it's an unbelievable amount of work that goes on on a daily basis here. Yeah, the, the inner workings of everything is is quite fascinating. And I think, I think a lot of people in the Discord and in the Patreon, they just don't, they're not supposed to understand any of it, right? Like, that's not why they're here. They're here to... They're paying for a service and you guys provide a great service. And, you know, like I've been out for a couple of months, the podcast just kept going. Right. So hopefully I can come back now and kind of loosen up y'all's reins a little bit on having to do the podcast all the time. But um, I, I think the the whole thing with the cheeky crypto, this staff side, everybody's there to pick each other up. Right. Like everybody's got each other's backs. Somebody's sick or out. Like there's there's really no complaining. Everybody just kind of does what they do. Everybody loves crypto. They love the space. They love the industry. They love helping people. And you know, it's uh, it's 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 been cool. But yeah, man, it's it's fun to be back. I I love this whole thing. And hopefully one day I can get back into gaming. But I don't even know if I have time for that. I barely even have time to do an hour podcast right now. So um, we'll we'll talk about the gaming. But I did want to say I played gaming the other night with Chris and JB and Nick. And I have to say, Chris has gotten better at Call of Duty. I think I, I think I beat you, didn't I? Well, that's never going to happen, but I will give you a shout out that you did much, much better. <laughs> oh, I'm a beast now. I'm a beast. <laughs> Chris could probably only name two guns in the whole game. If but... you had seen us in action last night, maybe we were slaying. <laughs> you guys are slaying bots, though. No, no. real people. We, we killed about seven in the game last night. Oh, we like, should do a private match, and like I should play animals. me against you three. We were like animals. I think we like, should do it. Uh, let's do it. Me against you three. I bet I win team deathmatch. I bet you don't. I w let's bet one full Bitcoin on it. <laughs> one, yeah, but you won't pay up. I don't need to pay up. I know <laughs> I win. Will. <laughs> <laughs> Put that into a smart contract. Get your Bitcoin. <laughs> That's too funny. Well, listen, let, let's cut it back here a little bit. You know, like obviously you've had a little bit of time out, mate. You know, you've had some time off like Nick on a on a Wednesday, but how have you found obviously the, the market since you know it started January? You know, everything that's been going on. I know you, off, you, still keep, you still keep in touch with everything, but how, how have you felt everything so far? I'm sorry, I was I, I you, don't even think I heard anything you say because of the Nick thing. Are you both <laughs> off tomorrow? You you and Nick Mike. <laughs> well, tomorrow is my very long day, so yes, I'm off tomorrow. <laughs> Just for clarity, oh. that was tongue in cheek. Nick doesn't have a Wednesday off. <laughs> he does. But, yeah. <laughs> Don't lie. The, the, He's off from crypto, but he still does a video too. Two. Yeah. So, yeah, just cut it back. I'll say since the start of January, how have you felt the market? You know, everything that's happened with the news and stuff. What, what's your thoughts on it? Because you hear from myself, you hear from Chris and Nick quite a lot. So, it'd be good to get your, your thoughts. To be fair, I'm pissed off at the market. Like, I, I'm ready to make some money, right? But uh, it's kind of, uh, to be honest, boring. I'm not, I mean, that's just my feeling it. You know, I keep up to, I keep up to date with price action and, you know, things like that. And I think it's a good time for companies that are building new products and um, new projects and things like that. I think it's a great time for them because we get, because everything is just kind of trading sideways. And I, I don't know, it's just kind of been a boring start to the year. We'll get into Jerome Powell here in a second. I know Chris is going to be like, I told you so. Because um, I think he called it several weeks ago that it was a stupid move what they did. But yeah, I think 
just overall, I feel like the world is just waiting for one thing to happen for the markets to just totally fall off a cliff. Um, but I will say this. I want to I want to go into this really quick. I've never been really good with financing. My own money, taxes, all I've always been horrible at it. Since I've gotten into crypto, though, the the amount that I follow the markets and the understanding, trying to understand interest rates and like it's not just following crypto, it's you're understanding the financial markets a little bit better, which then helps you make better decisions from a financial standpoint, like leasing a car, buying a car. Do I buy a house now? Understanding interest rates. Okay, this is what happens when the Fed does this. Like, so it's not just learning crypto sometimes, like even in the Discord, it's not all crypto. You know, there's a lot of stuff that's discussed in the Discord and the Patreon that, that, I didn't know about a lot of stuff like China stuff and um, Europe stuff, like things that you didn't realize and understand. And I think that's kind of what I've kind of focused on since the beginning of the year is trying to understand all of the inner workings of the financial world and how crypto ties into it and why crypto moves the way it moves when say the S and P moves or, or things like that. I think that's been, that was a long winded answer, but I think that's kind of, how I've treated where we're at in the market. It's just sideways to me right now. I don't see anything. Nothing's exciting me right this second, but it, it will soon, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm just looking at like Silver Bank, for example, and... Um, Silvergate? Yeah. Um, I, I, I kind of feel like there's this big agenda going on uh to to pull the market down i really do believe that and uh you're seeing a squeeze um with retail in the respect that the banks are now making it tougher like i agree with like not buying crypto on credit um with a credit card for example we've seen a few banks uh ban that in the in the uk and you know uh, in other parts of the world and i think rightly so but they're also limiting the amount that you can uh, invest or onboard uh, with your debit card and your bank as well. And this is something that I really disagree with because ultimately, like, it's my hard-earned cash. And if I want to go spend it on, um, you know, a stripper or, a, you know, crypto, that should be down to me to make that decision. Like, make me informed. Don't get me wrong. You know, read through your little script telling me how dangerous it is and that, you know, you can lose everything. But don't tell me no. Um, and I think this is uh, this is getting uh, a bigger problem. It's almost like the banks are, right, we're going to put a 5,000 uh, a day limit on it. Okay, we can get away with that. We're going to reduce it to two. Oh, look, we're not getting any pushback. 500 quid a day. Okay, two grand a, a month. A grand a month, like, and then when they get pushed back, it'd be okay. We'll put it back up to two, and it's like, it's like a child trying to just push boundaries. And I, I think this is something that people need to be uh, pushing uh, back against. You know, the banks need to be informed that you know they could also have a run on them if everybody goes to take all of their money out of the bank accounts the traditional bank accounts uh, well they're gonna have a problem too right and uh i think people need to realize who's actually in charge here i think that that's probably why the banks are doing that is they're scared of the run on the banks right like if crypto works and crypto gets bigger and bigger and bigger and then my you know grandma figures out well, oh 
now I understand how to move money through the blockchain. Banks are, what's the point of a bank? Well, I think it's more that they've got liquidity issues and concerns. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think it's more around the, the liquidity rather than, you know, necessarily being worried about crypto, obviously, with interest rates going up and, you know, inflation and, and all this side of things. You're seeing, like, basically the the re, the reduce, or a reduced amount of uh, fear in the system, right? That's basically what you're seeing. You're seeing, a, seeing that um, reduce significantly. Um, so, yeah. Uh, the Fed obviously made a mistake. I think, you know, we we highlighted that as they were doing it. Um, you know, I think I wasn't quite polite about it, but um, honest <laughs> nonetheless. Yeah. And uh, I've been saying for a while that a lot of people have got the markets completely wrong, um, including the Fed. And uh, I think the sign of um, of them coming out today to say, actually, we think it's going to be far more severe Um is a sign that you know what I was saying was very very accurate. So um, I'm expecting the market to pull back. Um, you know, one of two things is going to happen, in my opinion. We're going to retest the lows, um, or we're going to go down to new lower lows. And I think we're going to go down to new lower lows. And obviously, we're not going to go down in a straight line. I think this is going to take some time to play out. I think um, that what the banks are doing, the issue with uh, Silvergate and and all of that. Um, I think we're going to see a few more companies go bankrupt. I think we're going to see more people be made redundant. We're going to see uh, people failing to pay their credit card bills. And um, when their savings well, run out. That's not talked about at all. That's not talked about enough. In, no. In the, well, it's because the big, you know, the big banks don't want you to know that. All that. They kind of talk about it a little bit, that well, the, the, the debt crisis on Americans, for instance, yeah. is, is huge. It's massive. The, the credit card debt is at an all-time high. And the reports that I read are now saying that, um, you know, general public's savings is being utilized to pay off credit card debt. Uh, and that's going to run out, right? And um, when it does, people are, you know, they're not going to be able to to pay their debts off. Um, they might lose Housing, their houses. Housing is going to be a big issue. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's As rates continue be. to go up. It's all going to be a really yeah. big issue. And it's interesting because uh, I was talking to somebody that's like heavily in the property uh, game recently. And, and they were saying like, you know, think about how long you get your mortgage over 25, 30 years. Well, you're probably going to get two or three recessions in that period of time. The bank's going to have your house. Um, it's interesting stuff, right? Like when you actually think about it, like in that sort of level of detail, I don't think they're too far wrong. Well, what I also think has been quite good recently is obviously on the CC Finance Channel was listening to the the bit that was up about um, Joe Rogan. Uh, you know, guys that are listening here, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of Joe Rogan. I, I really like listening to things he says. He, he doesn't kind of beat around the bush. He tells it as it is, whether you like him or not, whether you agree with him or not. But, you know, recently the, the chats that were uh, Joe Rogan was having about crypto, you know, I think it was very relevant as to what's going on right now as well. So obviously, obviously, the vice folk. Go and have a, a listen to the, the video that was put up there. But yeah, I, I totally agree with everything that is going on. Macroeconomics right now, they haven't changed since, you know, the last time we sat and spoke about this in depth. It's still in a horrible, horrible situation. The used car market has not yet been in, uh, affected. This is still going to come. Shopping, shopping's still getting dearer on a weekly basis. You see guys uh, regularly talking about that on the Discord also. Everything is going up in price. Um. Banking, 
banking is an absolute nightmare. I had a conversation with Nick and Chris the other night um, where I, I sold a car and the, the issue trying to take payment. So it was a private sale of a car and the payment had to be made in separate individual payments of this amount. So the guy had to sit, I actually sent him away um, for a coffee. He had to come back four hours, four or five hours later once all these increments of payments had been made. So, you know, I could hand over ownership of the car. So everything here that is tying up that, you know, it's just, it's not in a good situation right now. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, I'll just go back to, you know, originally it was supply chain issues for, for COVID. Right. So I go to yesterday, I went and got a car for, uh, the missus and I mean, it's a big dealership supposed to be, I mean, it's been there for 42 years. There was 12 cars on the lot total 12 cars. And so I'm like, okay, they're not talking about supply chain issues anymore. Like there isn't, it isn't there, but if you go to look for new cars, like I was looking at all the dealerships, right? We were, we were open book. We were fine. Whatever, whatever we found that we liked, we were just going to get it. So I probably went to seven different dealerships and to get a new car, you're on a wait list because they're they're just not making them fast enough. The supply chain issues are are all over the place. So, you know, it's, it's funny. I feel like, I feel like uh, there's a movie called Groundhog Day. Have you guys ever seen that? Chris, have you ever seen Groundhog Day? No. You got you to gotta see it. I live it's, it. Groundhog <laughs> Day, right? It's just over and over. It's the same shit. We're now here. Okay. When was the last time I did a podcast? Oh, now you're six, asking. Six or eight weeks ago, maybe. A, a while ago, right? We're talking about the same stuff. We're talking about the same stuff. Like, <laughs> you got jokes today. That's, that's cool. I am. Chris has got jokes. That's all right. I'm going to get him before we, before we end today. Sorry, I'm going to get him back. Um, I just feel like we're still talking about the same thing. I think 2023, in my opinion, 2023 is going to be the year of learning for crypto. I think it's going to be the year of, uh, I can't think now what, JP? <laughs> Go ahead. Do you want to talk about the exact same thing? I was reading an article before we came on here that Alameda Research or soon grayscale. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see Three Arrows Capital got their funding for a um, exchange? Yeah, the the two so. owners of the Three Arrows Capital. I don't think it's going to come anything personally. What what in the hell is going on? That's like saying free Sam Bankman Freed, let him loose, just no, let him loose. You don't think that's going to happen? Oh no, who knows? I don't know. Twenty twenty three is going to be the year of learning. That's all I want to say. To me, the whole I, Three Arrows Capital thing, right? You're looking for a babysitter. Somebody comes to be the babysitter, but has got a criminal record of abusing children, are you going to employ them as a babysitter? No. No. Why the hell would you go and invest your money with three hours? I'd probably take him out back and beat the shit out of him, to (laughs) be honest with you. (laughs) The same premise for three hours capital. You're not going to invest the money on them. You'd rather take them out the back and put them out to pasture. Who gives people like that funding? Chris, who gives people like that funding? Well, I think we need to look at it and just make an absolute joke of them. Um, I really don't know. I haven't looked into it. Like, yeah. You've got to look into it. Scratching my head. But like, yeah, nothing surprises me in this world. It's it's uh, Gary Gensler. <laughs> it's 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 massively corrupt, is what um, you know, the world we live in, uh, in my opinion. I think that you know, we we we've seen the SEC attacking Binance. Uh, we've seen um Kevin O'Leary kind of I guess and uh, I guess speculation is behind a lot of the articles that we see that are basically uh 
accusations against Binance uh, with no concrete evidence, um, like a, a clear agenda. I, I've just seen actually that um, a US judge has shut down the SEC saying that the agency will not be allowed to interfere with crypto bankruptcy proceedings. And this is all to do with Voyager. So look, I, I think that again, like I mentioned before, they are trying to, again, just push boundaries a bit like a child. Uh, I think the banks are, are doing it. I think the regulators are doing it. Uh, I've kind of said that I think the SEC, Gary Gensler, the leadership team, they all need to be investigated. Um, this has all happened like, under their watch and um, like they haven't abided by their own free mission statement, uh, their free bullet points on their mission statement, I should say. JB, do you want to get in Jerome Powell's speech today? Chat, chat, yeah. chat about what he discussed. One other thing, I'll crack on before we talk about that. They're still paying, obviously, we're, it's kind of what we're talking about. There's still a lot of pain to come. And there's a big article out just now from Meta and the speculation that Meta's still got thousands upon thousands of um, employee layoffs still to come. So, so I don't know the exact figure how many folk are employed by Meta. It's, you know, it's going to be a vast amount of staff. So, you know, from the corporate side of the world, they <clears throat> excuse me, they they need to still lay off staff after laying off so many staff previously. We've seen the likes of Meta and Amazon laying off tens of thousands of staff, and the fact they still need to cut it more. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, I do apologise. Um, the fact that they've still got to cut so many staff. Now, these are massive, massive corporations that are still in pain. We know they're still in profit, even with this amount of staff, but it's not enough profit. So, you know, for them to get to the, their targets, they're going to cut so many staff. Yeah, uh, there's just so much still going on here um, for the, you know, the pain to really hit in, the, in this bear market. I think I'll add to that. Um, for those that are not aware this is like common within tech when it's you know this sort of stage of a recession right this is this is common if you've ever experienced a, a recession there'll be many people that are watching that haven't experienced a recession or, or they have but they were they were a child right and um what i would say is uh, my expectation is that we see more um people losing their jobs within the crypto space we've seen uh polygonmatic obviously um you know get rid i think it was 10 or was it 20 percent of their staff uh we saw immutable do something very similar um for me that is the very start of why i anticipate we're going to see in the crypto space because like some of the other tech firms you know traditionally speaking um you know it's going to be no different when it comes to to cryptocurrency uh projects right those uh developers they're not cheap and they're going to have to, you know, remove some of them off their balance sheets in order to get through, a, you know, this this crypto winter. Because this is not a bull market as much as people have been sort of articulating that it is and talking about the uh, halving cycle and every single time that we get to this point of the Bitcoin halving, you know, it goes up and we're in that bull run. It's the start of the bull run. Look, um, I'll say it again like i did back in june your indicators are going to get invalidated this time <laughs> i said it last time with these seven bullshit indicators and uh it's exactly what we saw we saw a new lower low uh and i'm, I'm saying it again um so look 
uh, be mindful that a lot of these people are just looking at a very small data set and basing everything that they say on a very small, insignificant amount of data. And they haven't got the understanding of uh, the macro landscape, uh, the experience of a, a recession to, to truly understand where we're heading. I think influencer reaching for views, right? So if there is a pump, uh, one green candle, you know, it's tweeted about, and then there's a video that goes out right after it because they're just reaching for views. That's my opinion on it. I, I never, if I if I watch another channel and I see something, I I never see like you just said any backed up data that supports their narrative. So it's unfortunate because some of these people have you know anywhere from three to five hundred thousand followers that you know people are wondering what the hell to do. I mean, it's that type of market though where you're like, what do I do? Right. Yeah. I mean, you, you can cut data in so many ways, right? Yeah. You can you can paint a picture how you want it to be, you know, painted. You can have it, yeah, just like those behind behind the gnome. Um, <laughs> <laughs> look, um, you, you can have it, you know, sort of fulfill your narrative. And we see this with data firms, you know, talking about whales buying. It was absolute utter nonsense and we've been highlighting that the whales have not been buying for, for for a long time and people question us and we're just giving people raw data like uncut um you know there's there's no bias like i'm bullish on crypto but do i want to paint a picture that we're in a bull market when we're clearly not would i want people to lose money in that you know because that's what i'm going to be doing i'm going to be painting a picture to suit a narrative and potentially impact everybody financially really, really badly. And a lot of people in the comments say, oh, you missed the the start of the bull run. No, we didn't. If you go back and listen to the, some of the podcasts and the, the the comments that we were saying in the live chats uh, and on the uh, AMAs and, and that side of things, I was just, I was saying expect some bull market, uh, bear market rallies, if I could get my words out. Um, and that is what we've got. Uh, it's overextended. I think that's through manipulation. Um, but ultimately, it's just a bear market rally. We saw these in 2018. It's embarrassing for me to see some of these influencers with really big followings, um, you know, making out that it's a bull run when they've experienced bear market rallies like this back in 2018. I will say that the projects that we've all covered in the bear market rally, mm. like AGIX, what was the percent? 2100%? something silly yeah from like the but from like december until like middle of february or something like that yeah. 1800 it's crazy right like so if let's go back into like that sort of thing like if the projects that we continue to talk about if you go back through all the podcasts through all the channel and you look at all the projects that are constantly talked about the move even in the bear market rally the move would have made you a significant amount of money just as on a swing right yeah, Chris bought a freaking watch from it, right? I lost out. I'll be fair and honest. I'm mad at myself still this day. I missed out on some good money um, trying to beat the market. And, and that shit doesn't work, by the way. Don't try to beat the market. You never beat the market. The yeah. market is Don't always do that. going to win. <laughs> but, like, but the point, the point that, you know. We're, Wait, we're, can we're, you show us why you were holding up your hand? I bought a watch. Yeah, what did I say on on Twitter and in uh, some of the videos? Take some profits. Take some of that crypto off off the the market, right? Like, and you know, take some of that money. We're here to make money. Like, yeah. treat yourself occasionally, and yeah. uh, 
yeah that's that's what i've done i've gone and i i got myself a, a nice watch and uh congrats like, by the way it's a dope ass watch i like it yeah thanks and it's uh cool. it's very prevalent to see as well obviously you've got the, you, it's nice to see it that like you've obviously bought the watch nick's getting work done you know in the house the mm. studio and stuff there's so many folk in the discord and you know they're not saying the numbers they've made I, i'm not interested in knowing how much money somebody's made i want to know the percentage they've made if somebody's invested a hundred dollars but made ten thousand percent, that's only the number I care about. I don't care if you put hundred thousand in or you put ten dollars in. If you've made ten thousand percent, congratulations. That's the only number I want to know. But to know that there's so many people in the Discord right now that have made seriously good returns in this bear market rally, you know, I think it's it's a testimony to the community that you guys have, have created here from the, the, the day go. I yeah. don't think the trading aspect of cheeky crypto is spoken about actually enough. It's not talked about as much as say we talk about other stuff. Yeah, I think um, I, I I would add to what just before we get onto sort of the trading aspect of things like that JB's just mentioned around like people making a lot of money in the Discord and taking profit and uh, you know I, I spoke to somebody and they're like I took managed to take my family on holiday for the first time in ten years. That's dope. Like like that is dope like That's you know cool. people people buying cars you know all sorts of different things from from profit taking and and stuff like that but people also saved saved an awful lot of money in this bear market because of you know the information that we've been sharing in the discord i had one person reach out to me to thank me personally because they saved eighty thousand dollars because they had it all on ftx and I obviously I highlighted that you know we oh, had fears shit. about FTX and FTT uh, before ZZ put his tweet out originally. So, um, like we've kind of navigated this this bear market really really well as as a unit as a team, um, and it's not just always about how much money you've made. It can also be about how much money you've saved. <laughs> That's me. For it for, for real, like because I followed lots of other influencers before I found you guys, before I joined the Discord, before I got a little bit closer with with everybody in the community, and I lost a, a very very a large amount of money for for someone my status, right? Like that was a significant amount of money that I lost, and um, it's because I wasn't knowledgeable. I was being led in the wrong direction and being told something that wasn't accurate. So, you know, I did want to talk about the trading part of it, JB. I know you're very intertwined with the trading tier um the trading aspect and i don't think it's really talked about a lot because i see all the time on twitter you know people are like oh i have this trading account go sign up on bybit go do this go do that but like i don't think people understand that like we put out trades today alone i think i've seen five trades now were they quote unquote ideal to take nick's algorithm says no right but it's up to you to decide if you want to take those trades or not Right. But today, I think, am I right? Like five went out today, JB, whether um, it's short term, medium or long. Yeah, there would be more than that went out. But the ones that would flag up were of a better, a more ideal ratio. If there was a few smaller, like a zero Can you explain that? Can you explain that? So your risk reward ratio. Um, the easiest way to say that is if this is the size of the trade. And if your entry point is here. The reward is less than the risk. And then I've just realized that folk are going to be listening and cannot see my fingers <laughs> on the screen. So, yeah. If you have one to 100, 
and your entry is at 70, so you're only making 30% on that gain, and you've got 70% of the loss, then it's not an ideal trade. Whereas if it's 1 to 100, and your entry is at 20, and you've got a 70% return, but only 20% loss, then you're going to have a higher reward over risk ratio. So just clear a little thing up here as well. Um, the AGIX trade went out today on the one hour before the pullback. Um, I put my name under it. I jumped in on that trade. And I think it was within 31 minutes, I made 79% return. And I took that word. It, it, was, it was going to go higher. That's what the target was. It was going to go higher. But you know, I was more than happy to get that return. And then the markets pulled back. And I did manage to get out before that. And I will be going back in again. The chart's up there for you guys to see. And you will be able to see straight away when I am getting back in because it's kind of, it's already marked up on the, the chart for, you know, what's going on. It's your TA. So yeah. you know when to get back in. <laughs> exactly that. But, you know, there's other guys um, up in the trader tier in the members chat that they're jumping in on charts. They're saying, look, my entry was a little different. Is this ideal to get out now? Should I be in this one? So the communication up there between everybody, um, you know, I, I think it's second to none right now. Um, I can't think of anyone else that's doing it better than we are right now. Some trades aren't ideal. We know that. And, you know, you can't account for FTX, you know, let's just use that as the figure here. You can't account for that kind of thing happening. You can some, you know, you can see it maybe in Bitcoin with the, um, the way the chart was sitting there and obviously the wallets, the exchanges, you know, you add all these things up. So, yeah, I don't think there's anybody doing it better than we are right now. As for the trades, I think you're going to see a massive, um, massive change up in trader tier in the coming in the coming weeks. And I'll let I'll let Chris talk about this a little bit. Yeah, so we've uh, we've managed to uh, agree with uh, BitGet, who we have an affiliate uh, link in the description of the video, um, to to run a bit of a competition uh, around um, trading. So it's a trading competition. Obviously, you know everybody can 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 enter. It's free to to enter the competition. You just have to sign up with BitGet and use. Uh, the the link in the the description to to participate jump in the discord and obviously you know you'll be kept up to date but it's a weekly competition for both existing uh signups as well as new signups so if you've already signed up with us you're you're also able to to participate uh for the chance to win a hundred dollars each week uh and each week it'll just refresh and uh start all over so that's going to start on monday obviously um you know nick and myself uh take sole responsibility for the uh the the competitions which it hasn't started yet so like i say it'll start on the 13th uh it's nothing to do with youtube they have no affiliation with it whatsoever uh, and all the terms and conditions are on the uh the big Cat website sounds fun yeah sounds pretty cool i so think yeah. y'all, y'all did it a long time ago too and yeah we, it's we kind of like it's back and people really loved it too i remember yeah, that. We, we we did it through big Cat, um themselves originally um but what the, this is slightly different in the respect Nick and myself are obviously the ones uh, supplying the prize uh, each week. Um, and the previous one was only for new customers. So if you're an existing customer, you couldn't really participate. Um, and I kind of want to change that. I want everybody that's, you know, using our affiliate link to, um, you know, have the the same opportunities as as people that are signing up now. So, yeah, it should be cool. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, the, the chats that we have up there just now, um, up in the traders chat, even a members chat, you know, there's a lot of good chats going on just now with the trades. Um, there was a couple, a couple jumped on it today with AGIX because I, I didn't update the chart and 
there was a purpose behind it because we were very close to an impulsive trigger. So we uploaded the, the various, the two impossible um, scenarios that were going to play out. And right enough, one obviously scenario did play out, the other one didn't. And the guys jumped on it like, oh, they were also doing the same, you know, like a similar chart. And they then had the confidence in their skills that they're learning on Elliott Wave through doing the courses. So it's good to see that everybody here is building the knowledge and the strength in their trading here. You know, everybody's kind of working together. Everybody's progressing together. Everybody's making money together. I just think it's just such a brilliant place right now. I'd say, I'd say as well, do check out cheekyschool.com for, for the courses, right, that uh, JB just mentioned, because um, there is uh, an Elliott Wave Theory course, uh, which is a bit of an enabler to support people understand the charts and the, the moves a little bit more. Um, but not only that, you've got risk management. We talked about saving money in the space. Uh, that is really done through good risk management. So I put a course together on risk management, you know, uh, you know, for example, um, I only really have 5% of my portfolio kept in uh, one single place, for example. Uh, this mitigates risk of big financial loss. I can only ever lose 5% of my uh, portfolio, for example, if a, an exchange goes down like FTX, you'd never have like more than 5% of my portfolio in that one place. Um, so, you know, there's loads of different uh, tips and and tricks to to make sure that you mitigate as much risk as possible and at least understand the risk that you're holding because there's many people that hold a number of different risks and don't even realize it. They just think they hold one risk, but actually they might hold three. Just to just to kind of clear this up a little bit, that is not a shell. This is not as saying no. just selling a product here. This is not a shell. I'd like to say that I'm the, the living testimony as to what it is we're trying to to save here. I left Tesla, went full-time in crypto from everything I have learned from these guys, from Nick, from Chris, Festoon, okay? I had a basic understanding of everything that was going on. I've completed every course that's went out. I've sat in sessions with Festoon. I've sat, and I've told you this at the end of last year, that all I was doing was working on myself, developing myself, learning new skills, constantly still doing the same thing. But this is just, I'd like to say that I'm the kind of the, the testimony as to what is going on in Cheeky School right now how good it really is. Um, there's several members in the Discord right now. I know folk have actually spoke to me today. They have signed up. But there's several down there who have signed up and said, look, the, the clarity they've had, Grey Lake Neil, the, the, he, he's the one that actually talks about it a lot. The clarity he's had from doing the course. Talk to the guys in the Discord. Don't let us sell, sell you what's up there. Just speak to the folk in the Discord and, you know, you'll, you'll be doing yourself a favour. I, I believe... I say that Sorry, I was just going to say, I, I say the same all the time. Like, take what we say with a pinch of salt, um, you know, be it whether it's, you know, Patreon membership, YouTube membership, the the course aspect of things, whether it's private sales. Don't take our word for how good we think it is. Go ask the people actually hands-on with each one of the, the those elements whatever it is that you're looking at you know go speak to like some uh jb said somebody that's done the courses or doing the courses go see what they think about it you know same with the membership jump into the discord ask the members is it worth it do you enjoy it you know would you know what level should i go for ask them go have a look at the the feedback that they they have i'm i'm like you jb i'm so confident in you know the service that's being provided that I quite often just go on like a social media platform and be like at members, you know, like let everybody know how good it is. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 
because like, I'm that confident in it that people won't say anything bad and they will only have good things to say. So, okay, let's yes. let's get into why I actually came on here tonight. Let's get let, let's talk about Powell. Back to Jerome Powell. So Jerome Powell told Congress Tuesday, where we're recording, uh, the central bank will likely raise its key interest rate higher than anticipated and could resume larger hikes after slowing the pace in recent months. Now, quote unquote, he says, as I mentioned, the latest economic data have come in stronger than expected, which suggests that the ultimate level of interest rates is likely to be higher than previously anticipated. He also added, if the totality of the data were to indicate that faster tightening is warranted, we would be prepared to increase the pace of rate hikes. So if they hadn't slowed down, he probably wouldn't have had to have that conversation today. So now, now, <laughs> testifying in front of Congress saying, oops, I effed up. Sorry, <laughs> Chris is patting himself on the back right now because I'm pretty sure he called that shit. We all did. We were all sitting there in Discord like, oh, it's going to be 50. It's going to be 50. They'd be stupid to do 25. They did 25. And then the market, you know, rallies up to 25K. And now today he comes out and says this shit and everything's dumping again. It's like, it's like a cat and mouse game, man. It's just so frustrating. But yeah, I think, I think we're going to get hit with a 50. I think we're going to get hit with a 50 at the end of March. Friday is a jobs report. Friday's jobs report is going to be a very, very, very big report for what probably is going to happen at the end of this month. That's my opinion. And then I think at the next one, depending on all this quote unquote data, it might be 50 or 75. And at that point, I think we finally reached the bottom. That's can, my opinion. Can I, can I just say, I am not going to be humble when this all plays out. <laughs> you shouldn't be. No, I shouldn't be. No, we, we've been humble every time. But you should take all the screenshots and all the clips of you saying all this <laughs> shit and put it into a video and just put it on there and just put dot, 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 dot. And that's it. Yeah, maybe. Uh, look, it's it's a... Uh, it's interesting, right? It's interesting. But like, <laughs> I'm I'm here rubbing my hands together like, come on, baby. Come on. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. Yeah, look, I've, I've always kind of said that it's going to be a, a, a slow pace. I've always kind of said May, May, June. Um, you know, it's going to be slow. I think you said July. No, I'm pretty sure I said May or June. This is obviously something else I want to kind of jump onto here. This is why I share it in the Discord. I've been trying to do it as much as I can. Sharing the coverage of the FOMC, sharing the coverage of the minutes, other things like the ECB monetary policy meetings. I know it's not going to interest a lot of the American listeners or the Australian listeners, but listening into these meetings, the, the, the meetings after them, the press conferences after them, the minutes that we listened to after the last meeting, the information that I think the whole community took out of that, everybody talking about what the SEC, sorry, what the Fed had done, how the, the mistakes that they had made, this was in off the back of the minutes being released. They spoke so much about all the mistakes that the, the Fed have made by only raising the basis points by 25. It should have been 50. The next ones must be 50. And they gave X, Y, and Z as a reason to, <clears throat> excuse me again, guys, sorry. They gave X, Y, and Z the reasons why it should have been a higher raise uh, of high, uh, interest rates than what it was, what it should be next. This is how to curb inflation. 
how to solve the issues that are going on. So, you know, this is why I've been trying to get folk more interested in listening to the meetings and, you know, reading articles about things that are going on, because this is telling us what's going on. Just before I do finish off that, we're seeing here that obviously the yields, um, the short-term yields are, are climbing high. I think they've hit a new milestone as well, the first since 2007, that they've hit 5% in America. Now, yields climb when bond prices fall. Now, we're seeing that straight off the back of the meeting um, of Powell's testimony. And he did obviously say that the, the central bank would likely raise interest rates higher. This is all having a knock-on effect here. There's so much going on. Just pay attention to all these things that are happening because everything is relevant. I think there's... Was Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, I think there's there's a huge risk that they go higher than 0.5. I don't yeah. think they, I don't think they will, but there is a big risk that that could happen. I'm not really. If the job, if the out. job report, look, if the job report comes in higher than what it was last month, 0. 0.75 is back on the table. Last month was 516 thousand jobs. If it comes in at 700 and some thousand jobs, 0. 0.75. It's, it, that's that's going to be my opinion. Now, if jobs come in at, say, 175,000, right? Say, let's be the devil's advocate here. Do they stick with 0.25? No. Hmm. I'm calling it out. It will be, I, I, I said that to you the other night, Mike, when we had a chat. I do call well, it often. It should be 0. 0.5. It should have been 0. 0.5. The last few calls should have been 0. 0.5. I understand the call before Christmas, why it was 0. 0.25. The call before that should have been 0. 0.5, and it wasn't. The call at the start of this year, should have been 0.5, it wasn't. And again, I'm sticking with my guns, it will be at least 0.5 uh, this next meeting. I think, I think as well, like a lot of people have got the whole the whole market wrong. Uh, I think, you know, even after those minutes, like I was watching influencers saying it's it's not that bad and, you know, they're going to they're gonna get those, uh, you know, the money printer print in and uh, like, that shit is not happening. Like, I don't even know where people were getting this sort of idea from. Like, well, because if you've done it once, they think that you could do it again. Uh, yeah, but I think the Fed has screwed up so bad, and I don't think people, even now, quite realize how messed up it is. He did. He did have a very tough problem, though. Oh look, 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 look! Right, like, I wouldn't want to be in his shoes. <laughs> I know, but like. It was he. He was in his shoes when he caused the problem, right? <laughs> so you know, you made your bed now. Fucking lie in it, right? Like I don't, I don't oh, take a drink. <laughs> I don't like. I don't align with that. Um, but what I would say is, I, I am fearful that they're going to be able to to resolve the matter, um, the problem, without it getting so very bad. The other, the other thing like, I want to quickly add on to what you've just said there is there was a lot of talk um, on Bloomberg. It's, I'm sad and it's what I sit and watch during the day whilst I'm sitting here charting my TVs here and, and I leave Bloomberg on. <laughs> there was a lot of talk that a physical recession, now we know the recession is in place right now, but the categorization of a recession has not been met in the US markets. That's the it's two and 10 year. Exactly. Yeah. So it has never been said that the recession has started. And the fear now is the recession will not start. Correct. And this is all leading on to what Powell may now do in the following meetings. Now, that's key, I think, going forward to the length of this bear market that we're in for the bull run to start. We obviously know that these two line up. But the fact that a recession may not start, I think, is going to be a big um, a big factor. We'll just I'll leave it there. Um, all right. So we're here. 
It's March. We're expecting, look, we're going to wrap things up, but I want to get into, we're in March. We got a feds meeting at the end of this month. The next meeting I believe is in May. Is that correct? Yep. Correct me if I'm wrong. And then at that point, I feel like we're really going to know where we are. We're about half. We'll be almost halfway through the year at that point. By that point, I think we finally get a fucking news headline that says we're in a global recession. Finally, bitch, we've been in a global recession for fucking two years. So, so glad you could bring it out on your headlines. Yes, go ahead. For me, I feel the end of June will have an idea because we'll have the minute release from the May meeting and the discussions that will come off the back of that. I think we'll have a better outlook as to where the market is as a whole, Um, you know, going forward with just, you know, what we're talking about now, like interest rates and everything else, bonds and yields. I think come the end of March, when we see potentially the minutes released from the FOMC from May, the ECB reports that will come out in June, um, even the RBA reports from uh, Australia, things that folk, I, I know a lot of folk won't be paying any interest in. I said, I'm sad, I sit and listen to this all day. But all these reports come out in June, and I think they would be very prevalent to listen to to understand where the rest of the year kind of is. So I, I, I think we're all in agreement lower lows are coming, right? Do we, do we believe that lower lows? Chris, you've gone silent. Looks like you're in research development right now. No, I'm, uh, I was reading, but um, <laughs> is it that obvious? Um, yes, it was actually. <laughs> um, yeah, look, I, I expect lower lows. I think that should come as no surprise. This is coming from somebody that was saying to Nick uh, the last time the, the new lower low came in. Uh, let's not talk about lower lows no more. Um, and I, that goes to show how confident I am in in the fact that I expect new lower lows. Do we think a bull run starts this year? I'll tell you at the end of June. <laughs> Chris, I, same answer. I, I kind of align with that. I think that we have, like, I, I guess to go alongside that, I think we've got one more lower low. And then I, 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 I'm buying I, that low. I think that we're we're then done with new lower lows. Um, yeah. Will will we retest? Maybe potentially that's uh, something that may happen uh, afterwards. But I think the next the next big pullback, I think that's the final one uh, outside of there being this massive black swan event, be it um, a cyber attack that takes down all the computer systems, uh, something to do with the the war uh, between Ukraine and, and Russia. Um, you know, outside of those un, unknowns. Um, An actual black swan event, just to yeah, like <laughs> not not one of these black swan events that are predictable, like you know the banks, you know, stopping people from onboarding into to the crypto space. Not a black, you know, black swan event that you can predict with the likes of FTX uh, and uh, BlockFi and Celsius and Voyager. You know, where there were signs in the lead up. Um, yeah, we're talking like proper black swan events. Okay, well. Guess we'll find out. Got a long way to go. Yeah, it's, 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 it's not that far away, is it? Three months? I don't know. I just keep working. And well, eventually, I mean, it, it is. eventually we're, when we're, I get up, we're in, we're Chris in March. buys. When Chris <laughs> buys on Discord, then I'll be like, and Nick buys at the same day. Then I'm like, all right, we're there, finally. But you got to be a part of Discord to know that. Ah, so jump your ass into Discord so you know when that things are going to happen. JB. Am I correct in thinking that you used to wear glasses? I still do. 
this whole time I've been looking at you, I'm like, something's different about JB. Did he get like LASIK or something? No, he's he had like what what he's got is he's got the uh the crypto full-time glare, the glow. Um, <laughs> since he's since he's left Tesla, um, you know, he, he's got that he's got the crypto glow. That's what it is. I've got it too, just can't see it because of all the lights. A culmination of a few things. I've got a ring light up here. And when I wear glasses, it comes back into the camera. So I can't wear glasses when I record. So I have to wear contact lenses. <laughs> and you just ordered a can't say that because Louise is going to listen to this. My wife's going to listen to this. And now he hasn't spent a fortune on it. <laughs> he, hasn't, he hasn't ordered. That's, that's, right. uh, that's make believe. Yeah. Now, Chris will edit thing, that one out. One thing I really wanted to buy. Yeah, I don't care. She's Chris, going to edit that day. out. My bad. I didn't know. No, I didn't get a memo. I didn't get a memo. <laughs> one thing I wanted to do, obviously, bull, uh, the bullish in the secret lab, something that was one of my targets I wanted to hit. Shit. So I got the computer. The computer is something I wanted. I got the setup that I wanted next on the list. So, yeah. I'm so happy for both of you being full-time in crypto. I have to, once we finish this, go back out to the shop and work on like physical stuff. So I'm but proud of both of you. It's physical talking all day, you know? <laughs> this is true. This is true. Very it's very physical. true. All right, guys. Hey, look, it's been fun. Uh, I'm glad to be back. That was a fun one. Um, let's go ahead and wrap things up. I don't even know how we're going to wrap it up. Maybe we'll just say bye or, or we can get, oh, final thoughts. That's how we used to do it. Chris, final thoughts. So my final thoughts are, and general thoughts, is uh, when are you next on, Mike? Oh, shit. I think I'm going to shoot for once a week for now, right? He's <laughs> such an ass. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go with once a week, Yeah. okay? And if I feel like I can shoot for two times a week, then we'll do two times a week. So, yeah, sorry. Uh, no, jokes aside. Um... <laughs> you have so much editing to do. <laughs> I do, don't I? I might just leave it, leave a lot of it in. Yeah, just it. leave it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think go uh, look at new projects that, that are launching. I think in the bear market, these are the, the, the altcoins with the biggest potentials, but the highest risk. JB, final thoughts? Final thoughts, I've got a few. So first off, don't tell Mike any secrets because he'll expose you online and tell your wife. <laughs> Fuck, I'm sorry. Um, secondly, guys, I just want to say a massive thank you, obviously, to everyone in the Discord support and obviously the great feedback you've been giving me since I've started here. It doesn't go unnoticed and it is very appreciated. Third, um, this podcast channel, you know, it's great leaps and bounds. We're at 2,883 um, subscribers, you know, when we record this right now. So we we're seeing great progression there. I want to see it grow bigger. So yeah, yeah, again, another thank you to that. And I will leave you with my usual close that you, if you guys are going to trade, please trade safely. Have a nice tight stop loss. Make great gains. We'll see you next time out, guys. Yeah, and as we're speaking, Bitcoin's about to lose 22K again. So that's freaking fantastic. Let's go. Where's, where's, my, where's my handheld mic? <laughs> Some good trades are coming in. So if you guys listen to this, you're not part of the trader tier. You should jump on it because I do think a move back up is coming very soon. Uh, my final thoughts are, I ain't got, got no final thoughts. Just be good to be back. Glad to be back in front of a camera um, talking a bunch of shit. And yeah, had fun with you guys. And we will catch all of you in the next one.